your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Solom. All right, welcome to Lacrosse Talk PM. I am Rick Solom. 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. If you want to get in here, shoot me a text, 608-785-7914. Brad Korberg is in studio with me. Let's turn that on, Brad. And Well, it's going to sound a little echoey, but okay. Uh, Brad, Brad's in studio with me. You know what? It'll be, it'll be better if we get it. Okay. And uh, Brad Korberg is the 2016 Oktoberfest Parade Marshal, and he was also the... The president, the board president. Board president, yeah. But this is a long time ago, 2001. You don't Correct. think that, but 2001 was 21 years ago now, yeah. Brad. You, yeah. Is it sad to think about that? <laughs> well, it was the 9-11 year, and it was quite an interesting year for Oktoberfest because we made the decision to hold the festival, even though it was like 15, 20 days after uh, the Twin Towers came down. Okay. Uh, but we felt it was a, something that the community needed and uh, to, to uh, forward the and not let the terrorists win kind of thing. Um, but yeah, it was it was quite the ordeal. It was a very somber crowd, and, and um, it was interesting because we did block the parade. The parade route with uh, uh, with trucks with sand uh, for you know, precautionary things, and then uh, if you recall, uh, there was a lot of anthrax scares and things like that. So we had a lot of evacuation plans for the fest grounds and for a lot of our activities. Well, what a great way to get started with this conversation. Yeah, exactly. It, it is it, it is interesting the 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 decision you have to make because okay, so I think we just celebrated the celebrated no. The, the anniversary of the flood, like a de- I think it was a decade ago, we had a big flood here in the oh, the whole area. Well, I was in Winona as a sports reporter at that time, and I remember covering like a Rushford Peterson football game. But Rushford was underwater, Rushford, Minnesota, right. and they, that was their decision whether or not to have the football game. And they decided to go forward with it because the community could come together, and their football team's always right. really good. So it's kind of the same thought process. Yep. There. something happens, a disaster happens, in one way or the other. Do you or don't you go on with the event? And um, I don't know. When looking back, do you feel like it was a good decision to go on with it? Yeah, I think it was. I mean, despite the fact that uh, it's a celebratory, of course, for Oktoberfest, but I, I think it was a good good way to bring the community together. And there was a lot of patriot uh, patriotism. I mean, I had, people were almost everybody in the parade had a, fl- a small f- U.S. flag, or there were lots of flags along the parade route. So it was, it was, I think, a good move. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. We're going to talk Oktoberfest today. So if you have questions, Brad wrote a book, and well, he was chief editor, and he likes to say he was kind of an author of the book, and it was called the Fest of the Fest of Times, the fiftieth anniversary of Oktoberfest in in twenty ten. So the Fest of Times. And the book is about the 50th anniversary of Oktoberfest back in 2010. There we go. Yep. Get that right? Pretty much a history of the whole, from the day one it started and all the way through, and people who that who were instrumental in, in making the fest become part of the, of lacrosse. Yeah, and so that's kind of, you know, I, I, I'm glad you could come in here because I kind of wanted to get to the bottom of why, and we, we'll go to break here in a minute, but why is lacrosse, Oktoberfest, the place to be, at least in Wisconsin and maybe even beyond that a little bit, and aside from Germany, I think you go to Germany to celebrate Oktoberfest, then lacrosse number two. Yeah, you probably. <laughs> and then, uh, so how it got started. And then beyond that, you just keep going. Like how how this torchlight parade, this nighttime parade got started. How the maple leaf parade got so gigantic. I think they're anticipating 150,000, 200,000 people uh, coming to the, the uh, maple leaf parade this year. 
and you know just how this thing got and then and then some of the the fest family stuff uh i like to bring up uh some some interesting and getting having you in here is, is is going you're going to be able to explain this stuff to me but anyway brad williams has got to do in the news we'll come back and talk oktoberfest with brad korberg in a minute All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. 608-785-7914 is the text line if you want to get in here. Brad Korberg is in studio with me. Brad Korberg, he's like, Brad, would you say you could be like the unofficial Oktoberfest lacrosse historian? <laughs> you, I don't know if you're maybe the, but it's like how many people are as knowledgeable about you as you with, you know, the history of lacrosse well, pro- Oktoberfest? Probably for sure the the people who worked on the book with me, uh, Florence Olish was our was our um, uh, designer, and then Dwayne Moore, who was a, a fest master and and uh, had a big broadcast his, uh, history in in, in lacrosse. So I you know, I know for us, the, us three could could probably win some trivia contests about Oktoberfest. Oh sure, um, yeah, and it's a weird thing. Like who knows more than you about? Oct- <laughs> it's a weird question. I get it. It's like. It's it's like going back to sports reporting and like a, a running back will have a great game. Talk about how awesome you are, you know. Like that doesn't work. You have to talk to. I need to. I need to have someone else in here to talk about how awesome you are at the history of lacrosse. Lacrosse is Oktoberfest, but um, this is year 61, 62 years later, right? Because we we it's like the unprecedented of, of like just missing a whole year of festivals like that because of COVID nineteen. Um, did that do anything? In terms of uh, you know just the the, the scope of that, I, I don't know how do how do people like you and in people in your circle with dealing with Oktoberfest, how do they feel about that? Well, and it, what they kind of did is they put everything on holds. Uh, so the, the the royal family that had been named that previous year, uh, they were supposed to go out and do all their parades and visit all their their festivals and and do that kind of work. They basically couldn't. Yeah, how many so, people do you think they leaked that information? I'm the fest master. Like, don't tell anyone. You know, <laughs> yeah. probably like a hundred people. Yeah, so these. you're right. The, the royal family members who were you know second coming up for the next year had to had to sit on that for for over a year uh knowing that they were uh, finally going to get their their due uh, uh a year late so um yeah this is brad brad williams and he was on with me yesterday he'll come in here in a little bit but he was at the secret meeting the uh uh yesterday yep. where where some and he said there were dozens of people there so dozens of people know who the festmaster is and that'll come out um tomorrow night at the festmaster's ball but to hold that information for a year uh, that's and, and I think we we did a pretty good job though. Yep. I think. Yep. I, I mean, I think it it uh, we had like our parade marshals were named uh, well in a year in advance, and and uh, the misses I'm sure was as well. So um, they always say it's the biggest secret in lacrosse. So is that is that how that goes? <laughs> um, well, where do you want to start here with the, the? I mean, if we go, we want to talk about the history of Oktoberfest. Should we just start at the beginning? Like, how did uh, we come up with? Oktoberfest in lacrosse, uh, this German tradition, is, is it because we have a lot of German tradition, German people that are living in the area, or what, what's the story? Well, well, that was a key to it. It's, of course, the brewery, and we had many more breweries than just Heilemann, you know, earlier years in the 1800s. But um, the, the refer, for a golfing foursome who, who were trying to think of ways to promote lacrosse, and lacrosse was trying to become an all-American city, and uh, they were thinking of ways to do different kinds of promotions throughout uh, the Midwest, so so lacrosse would be known. Um, but this this golf golfing foursome, uh, which which included Don Rice, who was president of the Northside Exchange Bank, Ray Ping, who was the CEO of Erickson Bakeries, 
uh, Roy Crum, who was a CEO of G. Heileman, and then John Coleman, a founder of technical training in lacrosse. Those four uh, were the ones who were the golfers who kind of came up with this idea. And they um, actually were the first four Festmasters of, of, of uh, Oktoberfest. There was not a Festmaster the very first year that the festival was held. So the first five years of Oktoberfest, these four guys were the Festmasters? They were, they okay. were, no, one year. One year. Oh, one, one year, year they were, yep. oh, it was a four, four person Festmaster? No, they, when 62 was the first one. Okay, uh, so they, each they, of the four. They took year, each year, yep. And of then, course they did, right? Like, yeah. we're going to be the Festmasters, <laughs> us, not any of you. We're not. Um, how do we come up with a Festmaster? Is it voted on? Is it, uh, the board gets together and figures it it's, out? Is it? it? It's, it's evolved over the years, but currently the, the past Festmasters, the board of trustees, uh, they've, uh, accept nominations. They're, they're probably accepting nominations next week starting next week after sure. the the, uh, the new fest master is named tomorrow night um, but they will ask for nominations and then then they they went on sift through applications and and then the board uh, votes on it uh, among there and then each each group kind of does that now yeah. uh, mrs will will ask for nominations and review those and then uh, past mrs Oktoberfest will vote uh, same for parade marshals now do you think not that I ever want to be but uh, somebody that's allergic to beer could also be fest royalty because I don't think I. I, I... That, that's a good question because I know there ha, there have been fest masters who have had uh, alcohol in their background and and you know oh, okay. they they've decided they aren't going to be an alcoholic anymore. Well, thanks for ruining the joke. Brian. And I so... it. Um, all right, so these four guys. Uh, this sounds this sounds like a marketing scheme. These four guys own businesses. They uh, they were golfing golfing buddies and they're like you know what let's let's get people to come to lacrosse for something and they just obviously oktoberfest is a was a thing back in the was it the six 1961 right or yep. before that they started in 61 yeah um so it's kind of a marketing scheme a little bit yeah look it, it. it kind of was but they were they did it in an interesting way i mean they went to other festivals to to see what what did well what they did, uh, were able to do well there. Uh, for instance, they went to St. Paul Werner Carnival, which is the oldest festival in the country, and uh, that's where they kind of got an idea of having. Uh, they have King Gambrinus. Uh, that's kind of how they got the idea of having a festmaster. Uh, of course, the, there's a Queen of Snows for the St. Paul Winter Carnival. Uh, they have we have Miss Lacrosse Oktoberfest, and and then like the medallion hunt is something that that was um, uh, very. Uh, big part of, of St. Paul Werner Carnival. And so they morphed, uh, there was a, a medallion hunt in, in, in lacrosse, kind of done by the Blue Stars. And uh, they kind of turned that and, and turned that over and, and made it more of an Oktoberfest uh, hunt. So that's been going on all the time as well. So there's a, a number of things. Uh, there's always been a miss. There's always been a um, parade marshal. And there's always been a, uh, a Maple Leaf parade marshal. And then there's always been the medallion hunt. So there's always been a parade, in other words. That yep. was another thing. Hey, Hey, if we're going to have Oktoberfest, we got to have a parade, huh? Yep, and they didn't really name it, though, until I'm, I'm not sure what year it was named. but uh, uh, well, Some uh, historian you are. <laughs> this is the biggest thing of Oktoberfest. we got to get to the bottom of this. Uh, a teacher at, element, uh, at Emerson Elementary was the one who came up with the idea of a maple leaf parade. Okay. And so that's why they, they stuck with the maple leaf name. Um, all right, so golfing buddies scheming to uh, bring, and then they did it right, right? Like they just they went and... and took all the best things how come we have a medallion hunt for everything around here yeah is it is that just a thing all over the country well i think it, you know they're modeling it after something that's successful that the fest has done and and so i think that's probably uh the reason you might see some um you know 
some other kinds of uh, events that are held either with Oktoberfest. So they, they're just kind of mimicking, and, and people like it involves all kinds of family members. Yeah. You know, any age group can get involved oh, in you, that. You're so. going to ruin my next joke because uh, <laughs> the, the biggest thing with Oktoberfest, besides the parade now, is like the tapping of the golden keg. Instead of having a medallion hunt, we have like a mini keg hunt or something like that. Why aren't we doing that? But now you ruin it because uh, we don't want kids walking around looking for, for a keg of beer. Uh, 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. Um, if you want to get in here, Brad Korberg, he is one of the chief editor. He's the chief editor and author, one of the authors of the book called The Fest of Times, which uh, dealt with the history of Oktoberfest, but looked at the 50th. An- back back in 2010, this book was, was published. And it looked at the 50th anniversary of Oktoberfest. If if we were to do this book now, how much stuff would have ch- would would change over the last 12 years? Oh, there are a number of things. Uh, the days of uh, number of days that Oktoberfest uh, has had uh, is held yep. it has been has been anywhere from three days to what it currently is uh, to um, uh, to uh, be like nine days or nine so. Nine days the yeah. max, right? Yeah, yeah. And I wonder, we, me and Brad talked about this yesterday, but uh, how long did we go? Nine days. That seems too long. Yeah, and I, didn't, I, I don't remember the exact dates, but I was on the board when we were when we had had the festival that long. It because it used to be that Oktoberfest would would last from Saturday through Thursday night of of the torchlight parade, and then uh, we added a second weekend because we we thought it would be uh, more for local people to participate versus uh, the first weekend where it's a lot of regional people. I wrote it down for my notes yesterday. In 2000, we went to nine days. Okay, and then that in sounds 2014, about right. we said, I think everybody was exhausted after uh, 14 years of nine days. I, I, uh, I'll have a, a conversation with the La Crosse Police Department tomorrow, but I'm sure they were probably exhausted right. with a nine-day, two-weekend Oktoberfest. Yep. Um, and then is it hard on, on people that are dealing with, you know, you're you're all volunteers, right? Everyone that's affiliated with this—that's that's that's a, that's a lot of work, probably, to, to put on a nine-day festival. Right. It's it's a lot of work, and you have a lot. I have to have a lot of volunteers, and then you got to remember the royal family does uh, tour the the week after Oktoberfest, so they probably make you know six to eight visits a day at elementary schools, at nursing homes, different places throughout the city. So they do that the the entire week, uh, Monday through Friday after after Oktoberfest. And so that, that probably, I mean, that was a real big strain on, on, on those people as well. Um, they still do that though, but they don't have to go down to the fest grounds at night yeah. like they used to do. Now so. you talk about these four guys that kind of came up with the idea of Oktoberfest. These, and then, um, back in 60, 1961 was the first year, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, well, we talk about some of the things we gained and some of the changes. Did we lose anything like really big? Like, here's the thing that we don't do with Oktoberfest that maybe we did in the past. That's that maybe maybe we should bring back even. I don't uh, know. Like the the some of the original ones there, there were different different kinds of contests or competitions that they they held, um, uh, and so some of those that were were were, were gone have gone away. So. And I want to do I want to talk about the Mrs. Oktoberfest. Uh, competitions, but we're going to take a. So I want. I don't want to get into it. Don't spoil it, okay. Brad. But because because it is a, a sign of the times of the the, the evolution. Um, but yeah, like when you talk, you know, if if we didn't do the medallion hunt, you would say, yeah, we don't do. If we didn't do the maple leaf parade anymore, you'd be like, yeah, that was a big one. It would be hard, you know, like maybe we should bring that back. Um, but yeah, also along with uh, you know the things that we did in terms of uh, Mrs. Oktoberfest contestant. Uh, when we come back, I want to talk about. Um, well, it sounds like we already kind of hit on 
you know, we, we came up with why we came up with a maple leaf parade, but how do we come up with the torchlight parade that happens on Thursday? Um, and then why is Gambrinus? Is it King Gambrinus? King Gambrinus. Uh, was he ever, he must have been a prince at some time. Did we ever, was he ever <laughs> Prince Gambrinus? Uh, we'll talk about a little bit of the history there. But anyway, we'll be back after this. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. we got a couple of Brads in here now. Uh, Brad Williams from the Wizard Newsroom back because, uh, you know, Brad's kind of like a unofficial historian of all things lacrosse. And Brad Korberg is more of an official historian. He's the chief editor of a book and an author of the book, The Fest of Times, which looked back at the, back in 2010, the 50th anniversary of Oktoberfest here in lacrosse. Um, we were, we kind of talked about the origins with these four golfing buddies. I like just, it's easier if I just call them golfing buddies, Brad, because <laughs> I don't know their names off the top of my head, but these, these four guys back in 19, Right, maybe 59, 60, I don't know how many years they, they planned this before they decided, hey, Oktoberfest, a good way to promote lacrosse and bring people to town is to have this celebration. And then they went and plucked all the cool things from all the other area festivals, would you say? Like, they, did they just go, like, a couple hour radius? or did well, they, 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 they like, uh, maybe go after the Winter Carnival in uh, St. Paul? That was the main one. And uh, they also or the Aquatennial. Aquatennial. Uh, and then the Festival de Voyager. Did they and go over to Germany and go, you know what, this part of October, like the real I think some of them had been there, yeah. 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 And that's where, and, and of course, they bring the, the, the beer aspect. Where'd they get obviously. the ziggy zaggy ziggy zaggy? Oh, that's definitely from Germany. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I, you know, where would they get such a thing? Um, but, 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 so is it the, because lacrosse, October, lacrosse is Oktoberfest. Is huge. Like coming from Appleton, I've been to Appleton's Oktoberfest, and it's all right, but it's not anything. So why is our, lacrosse's Oktoberfest? Is it because these guys set the foundation and they and they plucked all the best things, or has it? It must have grown. Obviously, it's grown since its inception. But uh, do you, can you put into words why it's gotten so huge? One hundred fifty thousand people are going to come to the parade. Fifty thousand people are anticipated to come to Oktoberfest this weekend. I, I think you know the the reputation it has over the years of, of the different kinds of things that 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 people can take part in and uh, the fun and I, I like to say it's it has to do with gemütlichkeit, which is the the German word for the good life, uh, and um, basically I think lacrosse has a lot of that. I mean, as when I came here as a, a college student back in the '80s, it was. Um, you felt something special. It felt like it was being home. And uh, we have a beautiful area. And so I think it has a lot to do with uh, just the, the, the pulse of the city and how people treat either, others. Does it also have to do with two things? One, we love fall, and it's very pretty here in fall. And two, we love beer. Probably, probably has a lot. Probably has a lot to do these with guys, those two things too. These guys <laughs> schemed it up. You know what? You know what we should do a festival surrounded by drinking beer. And I don't know if it's it's exactly that, but obviously, uh, you know, that's that's a big part of it. I think. Well, it's, one of those buddies was the head of the brewery, right? Right. Yeah. No, this is a, that's why I call it a scheme a little bit. These guys were scheming, and they were all business owners, so they're definitely going to benefit from people coming to town, right? Well, the, the, the Roy Kum, who you mentioned, was the, the CEO of Heileman. Um, he's the one who started the, the king of beers, the, the father of beers, rather, for King Gambrinus. And so um, he was the one that, that kind of brought that idea. So in, in, when he was the festmaster in 64, that's when you started seeing King Gambrinus come to the festival. Yeah, that was my next question. Is Because the only 
the only affiliation I have with King Gambrinus is when some people vi- uh, violated it. <laughs> they didn't violate it. Yes, they, they did. Well, they kind of violated it, but not in the way that... They, uh, they, they assaulted him. They, they assaulted him. It had to be taken down, and then you went and stood then on the I pest, went and stood. It was like, I can be a King Gambrinus stand-in for Right, for, but for the, the history there, it's, it's, yeah. it, King Gambrinus is a, a, a sort of a mascot for a beer company, and then they affiliated that with Oktoberfest somehow. Yep, yep. But we don't have a King Gambrinus like running around at the Oktoberfest grounds and a suitor. No, we don't. We don't have a mascot. You have to go down by the brewery or right here uh, by the old former Heilemann office headquarters where you'll see King Gambrina. So, so don't why know. don't they have somebody That's in That's a good a, idea. It'd be thing. the mascot. Are you still affiliated, <laughs> Brad Corbett, are you still affiliated with uh, some of these Oktoberfest? Because I have this, uh, not a medallion hunt, but a, 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 a keg hunt, a mini golden keg hunt, and now, you know, King Gambrina's mascot. You can... You can you can be one him, more member of the royal family. There you go. What is the history of King Gambrinus? Totally made up thing, or was there actually a king? There was not, right? Like he wasn't a king somewhere. I'm not. A, I just know it's bad. Is well, kind of Ger- again Germany. Some, some historian you are, Corbett. <laughs> hey, I think he's probably a legendary, as opposed to uh, maybe a real king. person, but a, a legendary king. Like a uh, like Bucky Badger. Yeah. <laughs> a legendary Badger. <laughs> um, all right. So next thing. They, they come up with this, these four guys. Part of that was the Maple Leaf Parade, but we didn't have a name. We talked about that, right? Did we do mm-hmm. that on air, Brad? Yes, but we did. The, we, they, so an elementary, Emerson elementary teacher mm-hmm. came up with the term Maple Leaf Parade, but when did, has has the Maple Leaf Parade always kind of been the centerpiece of Oktoberfest? Or, and I would yeah. say now it might be the Golden Keg might be the centerpiece, right. but the Maple Leaf Parade is bringing, when you're bringing 150,000, 200,000 people is there a point in time where, where that turned into, oh, my God, look at how many people are coming for a parade? Yeah, and that's kind of how what how it morphed into the Torchlight Parade is because uh, they couldn't fit everything in. And and so they uh, – and then the at that time, Oktoberfest, the Maple Leaf Parade was more on the south side. And, okay. uh, and so that's why that Torchlight Parade was on the north side. So there was – Kind of evening evening and out uh, between the, the city when we still had that north side south side. Okay, so when did the torchlight parade, parade come to be? It was uh, look at my dates here. It was seventy one. <laughs> he's got it. Seventy one. Brad Williams was there. Um, no, I wasn't. Okay, so torchlight parade came because part of that is you you talk about it being too long because the Maple Leaf Parade. I wonder if there's a record for. If you started it and the first the first parade, what do they call them? Floats goes by, and then the last one, like how many hours? I wonder what the record was for the longest parade in the history of October. That's a, a good question. I've been, I've driven vehicle. I've been or, and sometimes walked the parade route mm-hmm. it, with different people, including our stations. And I think the longest that the parade took for me was about an hour and a half. Oh, okay. From the north side to downtown. Well, that's not. I mean, and that was like the last ten years. Yeah. Okay, that's that's kind of a long time. That's a lot of candy, though. If, uh, if we're throwing, yeah, candy. we I didn't throw candy. The amount of candy kids collect during the Maple Leaf Parade. Um, so what year was it again? Torchlight Parade comes seventy one. Seventy one. That's right. All right. So and then I mean that that's a good idea too. Like that's pretty. Who who came up with that? Because that's brilliant. Like not only we're we just gonna have because we can have a parade. Well, you know what? We're gonna have a night parade. <laughs> And we're gonna have you know it, it involve fire and whatnot because in lights and I mean that's that's a great idea. I don't, yeah. Who's giving credit? Who's and giving I, credit? For it's that? it's probably I mean the, the Aquatennial has a tor- a big tor- that's their big parade is their torchlight parade, and so I think you know they had some some ideas. Uh, hey, they they've got that successful. 
what something to model after and, and uh, make the maple leaf not go so long and, and then also balance out the, the, the city. All right. So, but the weird thing about that is that it used to be for many years, like what the the seven the years that it was a seven day event, that was the closing night. Mm-hmm. People would go to the parade and then they would go to the the fest grounds and it's like, oh, it's last night of fest, and now it's the first night. Okay. Yeah, yeah it kind of kicks off fest if you don't want to count the Festmasters Ball kicking off fest. But yeah, I mean, it's the first actual day of the fest okay and so how many people are attending the i've never been to it so what what is the what is the fest masters ball what is it what is it like it's a big it's it's a ball how how would you say anything different but i mean it's it's a lot of uh there are royal family or visiting dignitaries that are introduced if they're they're coming to the festival um but just a great big on the south side uh, or in the south hall of, of uh of the lacrosse center and that that place is pretty much almost full and um it's just a, a great fun event to go to and and, and uh you sit with t- in tables with with p- people sometimes you know them sometimes you don't so there's two things i'm thinking ball a is uh we're dancing there's there's a german band that comes and then b we're dressed in like really fancy so neither of these things happen in the way that i'm thinking like cinderella like stupid disney movies like that where they're it's not a ball like that because, first of all, people are dressed in like what are they called? It, the, it, it's the the later hosen and the dirndls. Yep. Right. They're, they're, they're first of all, they're not dressed up, right? Like you would think. They, they are. That well, is. they are, for for Oktoberfest, yes, they are yeah. dressed up. But also, the dancing is a little bit different, right? Yeah. Like, it's not ballroom dancing at all. It's is it? They have a polka band yeah, from from um, southern southeastern Wisconsin. Okay, so yeah, the, the, like it's a little bit different kind of ball, but uh, also it seems way more entertaining than the uh, traditional right. ballroom type ball. Um, all right, but anyway, we introduce the Festmaster, and we'll do that tomorrow night, Brad, nine p.m. Right? Right. Brad Williams will be there in his later hose, and maybe. I- I don't have later. You don't have later. No. Okay, you'll just be the one guy. I, that's uh, not- <laughs> no, generally, I. I've never been there for the unveiling of it. Oh, you have you haven't covered the Festmasters ball? No. Oh my god. I I mean one year I I went right before the start of the ball, which is when they would tell us wh- who the Festmaster okay. is, but uh I I've, I've never been there for the entire ball because oh, I don't know. News, I don't know why. Williams never been at some point. I show up probably because you're lazy and you already know who it is. So you could just write it with Uh yeah. And you just hit like <laughs> publish at 9 p.m. when it's announced. Um but okay, so we have, but we have a festmaster. What I'm getting at here is the festmaster. We've done this since day year one. Festmaster second year, second year. Okay, oh yeah. That's Why right. didn't they do it the first year? That's a good question. <laughs> or, or or did they just? He's like, okay, the first year went fine. Let's make this bigger. What can we have? A festmaster. Right, but he said all four of those guys were then the festmaster. So it was a group of four. How do we determine well, each at, year? Oh yeah, that's right. Next I four that years. Wrong. Yeah. Um, yeah. I wonder who who got to go first. It was Don Rice, the Exchange State Bank. Are all these president. guys still around? Are some of these guys still around? Not anymore. No, no. no. But uh, Roy, Roy Kahn is the grandfather of the new Mrs. Oktoberfest, Sandy Cleary. Yeah, I remember you saying that the other day. Um, all right, so Festmaster, my, my, my big question is, it's always a guy. Uh, is there ever, do you ever hear, like, hey, should the Festmaster be a woman? Or, or have they kind of, they kind of balanced this act out, they, right? They've done that by, by introducing the Mrs. Oktoberfest, and that was uh, done in 1968, uh, although it was a little different back then. Well, that's uh, what I want to get into, because you <laughs> you tell me that, and I was like, oh, that's great. That's We've balanced it out. We have a Festmaster, we have Mrs. Oktoberfest, but 
If we did this is Oktoberfest the way we did in 1968, we might have a different kind of parade running through town, yeah, right? Exactly. Maybe tiki torches <laughs> and whatnot. Like, okay, describe what Mrs. Oktoberfest was in 68. Well, back in 68, uh, the the title this is was, before women's liberation. Yep, it was 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 based on uh, homemaking skills, participation in church, school, and civic activities, poison personality, cooking, special talents, and hobbies. Those were the criteria for for Mrs. Oktoberfest cooking. All right, so men wear late late later hose. Women wear leather, which is leather pants. <laughs> leather pants. Women wear something. What is it? Dirndls. D i r n d l. Okay, so was there like you know how you have if you have a contest, there's a bikini contest. Is there was there a dirndl contest? <laughs> no, there was no dirndl contest. Okay, so at least of. we didn't do that. Right. But we did everything else that would be, uh, you know, we would. But on the other hand, you, you have the Miss Lacrosse Oktoberfest, which that's that's. Uh, Going on to Miss Wisconsin and Miss America, and there have been a few Miss Oktoberfest. Well, and Horberg's got that. That was uh, I was leading into that, but um, I want to take a break, get these out of the way, in, just in case. But uh, we'll be back with, to talk about that in a minute. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. If you want to text in, Brad the, the, Brad Horberg in here with me. He is the. I'll turn Buster Rhymes down. Sorry, guys. <laughs> well, Brad came here, but he's a, he was the 2016 Parade Marshal, and he's also um, he was Oktoberfest Board President back in 2001, which was 21 years ago. I'll just bring that up, Brad, so you could just hear how long ago that Thank was. You. Thank uh, you. 21 years ago. Uh, 21 years ago. And, and you guys are much older than that, I tell you. Um, all right, and Brad Williams is sitting in here, too. Uh, what haven't we covered with, with Oktoberfest? That- just, we just started on Mrs. On Miss Lacrosse Oktoberfest, but I maybe we've covered it to the, the extent. Well, we were making a joke about how they we we were making a joke about how they uh, how the the contest to become Mrs. Oktoberfest was it a contest? Then whoever won became Mrs. Oktoberfest, right? right. And now we now it's her. a nomination process that that the Mrs. Oktoberfest the past Mrs. Oktoberfest. I still, I still have to laugh. The uh, the idea that if we still held a contest for Mrs. Oktoberfest today. Um, all right, who can cook the best meal? <laughs> like, what is this? Oh, I know crazy. a number. I know a number of Mrs. Oktoberfest who said if they had those rules, I wouldn't be in it right now. So oh, let's get <laughs> let's get one of those on um, before the end of the week to talk about uh, because they had to go through this. No, no, they I said, didn't. They, they said if they had oh, to. If they does it? Do, do, do you think anyone's around still that had to go through something? Yeah, like the this? I think one of the first I, I'm, one of the first uh, Mrs. Oktoberfest is still still around. So. What what would what have you talked to her? What do you think her opinion would be? Of, oh, I'm sure moving ahead in the times because things got to change. So she probably laughs at the idea of like <laughs> a cooking competition. And what else was there? Do you remember? Do you have it right there? What what else was there? Part of the competition for it Mrs. was yeah I, the poison personality, the special talents, uh, participation in school and civic and church. So okay. a lot a lot of different different things. At least like vacuuming wasn't part of it. No. Like how well of a vacuumer or sweeper. Oh my God. It's so funny. Um, all right. Did we, did I miss anything when we were covering Oktoberfest that we, uh, as long as we got Brad in here? Miss Lacrosse Oktoberfest. Miss Lacrosse Oktoberfest. And that, that's the only, the only member of the Royal family who people don't know who it's going to be until the night it happens. Correct. Yeah. Because it's a, it is a contest that's, and which then, used to be called a beauty pageant, but it's a scholarship pageant. Yeah. Okay. And there's no cooking part of that. I don't no. Think. Unless that was their special no, but talent, they, which they, very well They did be. get rid of the swimsuits. So. Yeah, the swimsuits. Yeah. And, and the, the Miss, Miss Lacrosse, 
Oktoberfest. Yes. So she's also Miss Lacrosse. Yes. Yes. And goes on to the Miss Wisconsin pageant okay. and maybe Miss America and a how few many times, times. How many times? So every three, year three or four of them have gone to had, Miss America. We've had four Miss Lacrosse Oktoberfests who became Miss Wisconsin when they were okay. Miss Lacrosse Oktoberfest, and we have three others who became Miss Wisconsin after. They serve right. their their Miss Lacrosse. I think what jo- uh, am I thinking? Joan Angelette was maybe the first Miss Oktoberfest, and and she Gail came in Solar. second for Miss America. Or, yeah. yeah, and then and we also have a Miss Minnesota. Just just uh, uh, right. twenty eighteen, Ellie Mark was our Miss Cross Oktoberfest, and she was the twenty twenty one Miss Minnesota. Oh, and oh. Uh, Debbie Nerby in the seventies also became Miss Minnesota. After, still, after being Miss October, yep. but we're still waiting for one of those women to become Miss America, right? Right. Like that, obviously, yep. there's so there's like come close. five or six that have gone on either be Miss Wisconsin or Miss Minnesota. Yep. Yep. But haven't won. Uh, all right, get it together, ladies. <laughs> no, just kidding. Uh, all right, anything else? I mean, I, th- I think I hit on just about everything. I, t- I still just I would like to know when the Maple Leaf Parade got to be this thing that people take my friends take off work on that on that day yeah. and they're out there at like five AM and what we've had. What do you mean have, the, the Golden Keg Day Friday? Well, whatever the Maple Leaf Parade Day is. Saturday. Saturday. Can't oh. put your chairs out until midnight. But you have people at nine thinking? you have people at outside the bars at nine o'clock in the morning on Friday of Oktoberfest, the day oh, of the yeah. tapping of the golden keg, and they've already started. Well, you have people at the bars at 5 a.m. Well, <laughs> no, I we mean, do that they're not. Shows on they haven't here. just. Yeah, yeah. Well, that part of it is but that we do, do have live what, shows. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I'm confusing the two things. But they are also the next day. The next day. Out at the thing. And Exa- we've had to have rules to put your lawn chairs exactly. out of the room. Exactly. Yeah, you can't, ha- you can't put that. And that happened like in the 80s, right? Is that people would put the lawn chairs out on the sidewalk on Friday night, and they a lot of them sit out all night i'm told and that you couldn't well no you can't do it until after midnight putting the you can mark them off with a tarp or something but you can't put the lawn chairs on Wait, the i can sidewalk. mark off my parade spot with a tarp uh, i thought the rule was that, uh, midnight is the rule you cannot and then you got to sit out there the whole time otherwise you don't get your spot Somebody something like it. that <laughs> I mean, this is... It's something like Pandemonium, the, the rules. But midnight is, the yeah, the time. I just, I don't... People just love the Maple Leaf Parade, Brad. What is what is the, what is it about? I think it's just the, the getting together with people that you have your friends with and, and having a good time. And then uh, we've also affiliated this with... Uh, it used to be a marathon, but now it's a half marathon. I mean, that that takes place before the parade, right? Yeah, there's a, the, the Maple Leaf uh, walk uh, or run walk that's, that's uh, put together by the Y. So the last time I covered that, a guy was dressed as Forrest Gump, and he literally ran with the suit <laughs> and the bubble gum hat on. And he he wasn't Forrest Gump the runner, that which you, if you're going to run a marathon or a half marathon, you would dress as Forrest Gump the runner. No, this guy decided he's going to dress as Forrest Gump the bubble. Uh, the guy on the bench. And, yeah, the guy on the bench, just so you <laughs> recognize him. Anyway, uh, that's Brad Korberg and Brad Williams. Uh, thank you guys for spending time with us. Thank you, sir. Hi, I'm Ken Cooper host of the podcast Around River City. I've got an invitation for you to listen in to my conversations with the people that make it so cool to live in and around River City. Subscribe at aroundrivercity.com or anywhere you get your podcasts.